Hey, experienced Milwaukee fans. Welcome to a brand new content stream called Tech in MKE. These episodes will highlight conversations with regional tech leaders on the state of technology in their organizations, the region, and how both come together for economic growth in Milwaukee. We're proud to say Tech in MKE is graciously presented by Harley-Davidson, the Milwaukee Tech Hub Coalition, Expedient, and the Milwaukee School of Engineering. In fact, let's hear from MSOE on the importance of this topic. As a leader in AI and machine learning education, Milwaukee School of Engineering brings a rich history of a national reputation for cutting-edge degrees. We are proud to be a presenting partner of Tech in MKE, a platform to showcase Milwaukee as a vibrant tech city. Our partnership with Experience Milwaukee to deliver compelling stories from regional leaders is a great example of what's possible when brilliant minds come together. Learn more about us at msoe.edu. And now, on to this episode featuring tech executives from Generac, the Bucks, and the Brewers for an inside view on the dynamic complexities of tech in sports. This is an entertaining preview, perhaps a sneak peek, into Summerfest Tech 2023. Thanks for listening. Hello, Milwaukee! Hey, Adam. Hey, Steve. Derek Hyde, Vice President of Information Technology for the Milwaukee Brewers Baseball Club. Milwaukee, to me, is an amazing community. Brings all of us together. Tim Dixon, uh, Chief Information Officer at Generac Power Systems. Generac Power Systems is a proud platinum sponsor of Summerfest and Summerfest Tech. I have one of the best jobs in town because I also get to uh, work with this wonderful person, Lena, and help plan this event. And Milwaukee is special to me because it's home. This is Robert Cordova. I'm the Chief Technology and Strategy Officer of the Milwaukee Bucks and Pfizer Forum, uh, which is an awesome job. And Milwaukee, to me, is a diamond in the rough. What a cool town. And come here and be part of the change. It's on the right trajectory. Woo! Adam. Hey, Steve. Hey, uh, look at... I know. Hey, Adam. Hey, Steve. That's how we intro every podcast. Tim Tim knows it. Hey, Tim. Hey, Steve. You brought some friends today. I did. Who Look are these they? guys? Yeah. We're super these? jacked to meet you guys yeah, and hang out with you Robert in front of mics. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to the this. Welcome to the I experience. Bet you didn't expect this when you agreed to do this. Did you? <laughs> did you expect a dark studio room? No, this really is even quiet, better. Like my like jazz yeah. voices, beer, food. Cool oh hell place yeah! To hang out. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, that's how we do it. That's how we do it. So we've got uh, a really awesome topic to talk about, and I'm, I think I'm going to kick it over to Tim mm-hmm. to set that up. Yeah, because Tim said it earlier, and my jaw dropped. I was like, that was very succinct oh, and wow. incredibly do well Do I remember put. that? Tim is uh, he's, uh, You know what? Mar- one martini in? I bet you remember it better now. <laughs> so first of all, I'd like to say thanks to Adam and Steve here for hosting us. Uh, my second experience uh, Milwaukee podcast, and... and Maybe a few more, hopefully, Woo. as we move forward. Derek and Robert, welcome. You're first. Yep. Can't wait to get this one under the belt and have some fun with you guys. Uh, so kind of just to set the stage. And so this is the first podcast where we'll be kind of introducing a topic, one of the themes for Summerfest Tech 2023. If you don't know about Summerfest Tech, it is a three-day tech conference in Milwaukee. This year it will be at Potawatomi Casino, June 27th, 28th, 29th. And given sort of the 
casino gaming theme. There will be a sports and entertainment aspect to Summerfest Tech. And when I thought about what could I possibly do to contribute to sports and gaming tech in Wisconsin, I thought about my two good friends here, Derek and Robert, what they do uh, for a living uh, as heads of the Milwaukee Bucks and Brewers from a technology and innovation perspective, and just thought it'd be an awesome aspect for me as a kid growing up in Wisconsin, being a huge Bucks and Brewers fan, to bring the two people that I know both personally and professionally to this thing and have them talk about the, the careers and roles and things that they do at work that might be a little bit different from, uh, from your normal IT job. So that's the, that's the context. I say we jump into it. Let's do it. Uh, Adam and I are going to try not to fanboy out. Yeah. I've already tried <laughs> pitching Derek on connecting me to Robin Yown at some point. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we're going to try. Yeah, and I, Tim casually my... slipped into the conversation. Uh, so who's surprising me with Giannis? Is he showing up to this? Or... <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable. I think I could have gotten time. Bango. Oh, my God. That's oh, even better. Oh, yeah, damn. That, awesome. that could have been. Okay. Well, but, but episode two. Episode but two. He doesn't speak. Summerfest so. Tech. That's true. And an audio only situation that's kind of weird. <laughs> Actually, we should have had the, the, All the sausages. Yeah, oh Bernie, Bernie would, here. Bernie's so not cool. a good radio voice. <laughs> so, should we start with some backgrounds? And, uh, you bet. Yeah, let's and do that. Both of you and uh, just how you got into this space. Uh, yeah. So, uh, Derek Hyde, um, this is my fourth. Well, we go by seasons, not years, so yep. I, I, we count a different calendar cycle, mm-hmm. so I'm in my uh, fourth season. It's been great. I have always, you know, I kind of thought back, how did I land here? Where did this all come from? Yeah. Kind of thing. And uh, I guess I'd have to start back. Now, one thing that Robert and I, you guys may not know, is we're both from Los Angeles, born and raised. So, oh, my gosh. Yeah. No way. Wow. So we go Welcome way back. Welcome to winter no. in Wisconsin. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> For the California guys. Yeah, four seasons in, winter in Wisconsin. Real, side, real <laughs> quick side note. How are you feeling, L.A. to Wisconsin? Is this okay? So I did have a few more years in okay. here before. So okay, I've good. actually been in... Uh, Wisconsin for 17 years. So oh, you're good. I'm finally. <laughs> you I think figured adjusted it out. Maybe next to, year you'll finally. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so going back to story. Yeah. So growing up in Los Angeles, a uh, huge Dodgers fan, um, like Robert. Oh. And uh, so you know the, the experience, the Dodger dogs playing baseball, the whole thing. So that was <laughs> that's kind of me growing up. Got in technology through engineering school. A mm-hmm. uh, few jobs later. Uh, Ended up in an insurance startup. Uh, wasn't working out. It was kind of time to start looking. And a good friend of mine actually had the recruiting job for the Brewers. Um, texted me. Said, do you know someone who likes technology and baseball? <laughs> I said, okay. Um, yes. Of, yeah. Yeah. Raising my hand. His name yeah. is Derek yeah, Raising Hyde. your hand while you're texting with the other hand yeah. like that. That would yeah. be me. Got and it. Uh, so... Fast forward a few months later, I got the job. So it's kind of nice. It was actually easier. Jeez. It was, it was relatively easy, but I'm sure there's a few other things I'm leaving <laughs> oh, out I'm there. Sure, yeah, I'm sure the fit, the fit was right. And yeah. Did they ask you any weird interview questions that stick out in your mind? Like uh, if you were a oh, sandwich, boy. what part of the sandwich would you be? Something <laughs> like that. I'm just wondering. I've never, you know, obviously never applied. I tried to the worst interviews. I've I've one of the interview questions was, can you name the sausages? Oh, nice. Thankfully, they did not ask that. Um, yeah, I being a big Dodgers fan, I can't imagine yeah, you would have known like, that. What are all these running sausage things? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Polish, Italian, yeah. street show. That's awesome. Cool. It's the... Uh, it's the the bratwurst? The, the brat. Frank or... No, not... There's brat, and then there's... Italian, chorizo... 
The uh, Frank. Polish. The Frankfurt? German. Yeah. Oh, sure. the Frankfurt. There you go. The hot dog. The, Frank- the, hot, the dog. hot dog. <laughs> well, hot dog. Yeah. Well, audience but... participation to help us out. Yeah. Yes. yes. We needed um, The wiener. Yeah. The... Yeah. That's the one. Yes. Well, that's a uh, that's actually a pretty Switch. interesting story. So if we're talking about yeah. that, um, I actually ran this last season as a sausage. Was oh. So I did oh. get the opportunity. Come on. Yep. So I'm checked that box off the list and oh, never right. do that again. Did you win? I didn't lose, and I didn't okay. fall down. <laughs> okay. Did you get tripped? No. So, did you get hit by a bat? Awesome. <laughs> no, you're okay. No, okay. I want to do that. Those are two, the two things. Don't fall down and don't lose. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Win-win. Yeah. yeah. That's perfect. My everyday goal. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Let alone running as a right. sausage. Right. Every day goal. All right. Oh, my gosh. All right. I think I'm up next. You're next. Yeah. Let's go. So, uh, you're next. Robert. Cordova, Chief Technology and Strategy Officer, Milwaukee Bucks. And uh, it's, it's been an awesome, this is my fifth year. Um, and it's, you know, so I'll kind of give you that. I mean, it's going to be a long story, but hopefully you'll like the story. So graduated from college, electrical engineer, deep in the weeds, designing transistors, all this stuff in front of a CAD tool. You work at Generac. I could get a job <laughs> with Tim here. And uh, over the course of your career, you know, I was very opportunistic. So whatever popped up seemed to be what I would do. So I, I was in, in IT. I was a network engineer for CenturyLink. And, but then I wound up doing sales for AT&T before this job. And these are all like stretch goals, I guess you could say. And so you do all these things. And like, gosh, I think I'm a jack of all trades, master of none. <laughs> And so I'm getting ready for my next year in, at AT&T, and I get this email from this headhunter for the Bucks. Would you like to be the CTO of the Milwaukee Bucks? And to tell you the truth, I had forgotten that Milwaukee had a basketball team. Okay. Well, you know what? This Up until like, like five years ago, <laughs> understandably, <laughs> that purple and green. And yeah, I, I get it, man. I get it. So this is like 2017, and I get this, and I think it's a junk, you know, spam, right? Like, yeah, yeah, sure. Like, you're so, IT. And it goes to my <laughs> Yahoo.com account, which is my spam account that you put in and all that stuff. So... I kind of look at this thing, and I guess instead of going to the trash, I must have replied. And sure enough, I got a response back, and they want to have a phone call. So I'm, And this is December of 17, and so I'm getting ready for my teams for all the quotas for the next year. So like, I can't be bothered by this thing. So eventually, I talked to these guys, and um, the Bucks must have been desperate because they were about to open up Pfizer Forum in six months. And they hadn't found, it had been a year they were looking for a CTO. So they they were going through the dregs of like LinkedIn accounts because they found me through my (laughs) LinkedIn account. And so I talked to them. One thing leads to another. And and I guess they they like what they heard. And what it was, was I agreed to fly from St. Louis, where I was lived at the time, to Milwaukee because I wanted, I'd never been to an NBA game in my entire life. Huge Lakers fan growing up. Like Derek said, we were Big Los yeah, Angeles big guys. So knowing that I'll never get this job for the Bucks, hey, can I get up there on a game night? I want to understand the culture of the organization. <laughs> well played. <laughs> and so they fly me up to meet the executives uh, for the final round, and it's the Knicks versus the uh, the Bucks. And I get my, my so at the end of the, at, at the end of the day at five o'clock, HR gives me this ticket to the Bucks game. I get to the Bucks game at the old Bradley Center, 
And that's when I knew for sure I hadn't gotten the job because <laughs> <laughs> I'm there like row 20, mid, mid, mid court, which is great, by myself, you know, with my bango shirt. And, uh, and I see all these executives that I met with down on the court, glad handing this guy. I'm like, I know those. I just met all these guys, but no one comes up to my seat to say, hey, are you having a good time? So I knew at that point I had not impressed anybody. They were letting you stew at the, yeah. at the yeah. Pucks organization. So I watched this amazing game. Uh, and this guy, the Greek freak, you know, uh, yep. the alphabet, you know, mm-hmm. Adeta Gumpo. Yeah, and uh, it was just such, such a great thing. Now, think of this. It'll be the, the last time I'm really in Milwaukee. The next morning, Saturday morning, uh, my flight was at like 2 o'clock. So I'm like, I'm going to really find out about this town. So I'm driving around down in the Third Ward because it'll be the last time I'm ever here, right? <laughs> and uh, it's a long story short by... I got a call Monday afternoon, and I can see it's the uh, the executive search guy, Chad Biagini, and um, I'm I'm sure it's going to be like thanks but no thanks, right? Yeah. Right. He says they're going to have an offer letter to you by 6 p.m. Wow. And go Bucks. And, and so go were you Bucks. were you in L.A. still at the time? For no. This? So um, I had moved to St. Louis, St. Louis for 20 years. So okay. pr- pretty much raised by three kids there. And was working for AT and T. All right, so you understood the Midwest pretty well then. Yeah, yeah, I mean, St. Louis gets a little warmer, longer, but well, the the, the, so the big difference between Milwaukee and St. Louis, you know, it's kind of the same demographic in a lot of ways, Mm -hmm. but St. Louis still thinks it's 1903 and the World's Fair is going on. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, and. And That's for you, Cards game. fans. Let's yeah. be honest. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, and, yeah, and, well, and family well just there. a <laughs> shot across the bar and Cardinals fans. <laughs> no, and, and like, like, and so what I say because I raised my three kids there. Like, my biggest failure in life is my three kids are all Cardinal fans. I don't, you know, I mean, okay, can you here's imagine the thing, Derek, Did you know that, Robert, Derek? We have to break up now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it's gonna be a fight here. Here yeah. and also, just really quick, if there's any hardcore Brewers Bucks fans out there, just Ooh. know, just Ooh. know. Both these gentlemen showed up in their gear. Their gear. They're not yes. wearing LA gear. They're wearing Brewers and Bucks <laughs> yeah. gear. So just for those, yeah, who, for those can't who can't see, see it, yeah. right? So they're doing two it things. Right. One thing I noticed from each of their stories, which is great and a great lead-in for the panel at Summerfest Tech, is you don't need a career, you don't need experience in sports and gaming tech to become technology leaders at each of those respective sports organizations. True. Yeah. I would agree with that. So yes. for those listening out there, uh, my advice to you is to move to St. Louis or uh, start selling uh, start selling insurance, right, Derek? Yeah, yeah sure, why not? Give it a shot. Nice. And, uh, you know, expand your network. Obviously, <laughs> solid good experience, advice. Milwaukee career advice. Yeah. 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 And don't get rid of your LinkedIn account, right. no matter yes. what. Yeah. It, it may or look like no. spam, but it's not. <laughs> hey, can I piggyback? Tim, you got me thinking about something. You don't need experience... How does that play out for you two when you're trying to hire people in your organizations? Do you look, how do you weigh experience? How does it matter um, around the city and what you're looking for and, and how competitive it might be for tech talent? How do all those things weigh into the day-to-day challenges and keeping up with what you got to get done? part of my technology department, right? So we kind of have two parts of, of it, right? We have the traditional IT stuff, like the accounting software, the CRM software, all the laptops, they, they all have to work and all that kind of great stuff. So I have that IT side of it. 
But um, maybe, you know, as importantly, there's this other side that runs Pfizer Forum, runs the, the, all the technology during the games, supports all the infrastructure that our front office uses to scout players and all that, right? The apps, so the apps. That, that's really the operation technology <laughs> of yeah. my group. So there are those two sides. And if you think about it, um, they're really two different types of people. So obviously, you need to have experience. You need to be able to do the job. Now, it's not hard getting people to apply to Bucks jobs. Okay? Sure. After sure. the NBA championship. Adam applied seven times so, today. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I applied twice since you repeat got customers. here. And, but what it really comes down to is, you know, what is their strength culturally? They have to be a good fit. We want the best. But it really is on that operation technology side. If, if they're going to be going that way, the thing is the show must go on. So you have got to be able to work under pressure, right. the stress, because you can't just stop the basketball game and say, hey, you know what? The shot clock's going to take us about 25 <laughs> minutes to solder that thing back on. Right. Right? Did right. anybody submit a trouble ticket for that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get somebody in the audience in the audience. I'm a PTO. Uh, I can't. Yeah. Call a ticket. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for any of the games, you're not going to. You, you want the people to understand what a game is, and mm -hmm. they can go. Well, I guess for us, not for you guys, but we have what's called extra innings. <laughs> go longer than yeah. the predicted time of the game. Sometimes <laughs> almost double. So there's no like I got to go let my dog out. I got to run <laughs> because it's been three hours. So. It's an understanding that as we're, you know, onboarding and educating that they understand that if you have game duties, it's not just a typical nine to five yeah. job. Yeah. And there's right. definite expectations beyond that. So it's, you know, as Robert was saying, it's, it's tech and then there's more. And that's right. That, uh, yeah. I love that uh, show must go on analogy. Yeah. Uh, and Robert, I was fortunate Robert gave me a tour of uh, Pfizer Forum last year. And the one thing that I noticed was sort of the, the event planning aspect of all of it. It all has to come together. There has to be a ton of preparation. And when that tip off occurs, it's, it's go time. And, it is go time. And, and all of the planning leading up to that. And imagine if there's back-to-back -back games. And you were, you were telling me, you know, Marquette might play during the day and the Bucks play at night. How in the heck does that happen? <laughs> That's can't crazy. even imagine that. My job the is Fiserv easy to And Amphim Field never sleep. <laughs> they never sleep. Yeah, so, I mean, it's very easy to, like, say, look, it, there, are there, there are months during the year where you are working a lot, right? And so it's like, hey, this is not your 8 to 5 job. And if you're an 8 to 5 kind of person, that's cool, but you don't belong at the Bucks. And we do get like some months off there in the summertime where you can kind of like dial it down. But as Derek knows, and Tim, I'm sure, that's when we have all of our projects to do, right? <laughs> yeah. So it really is this continuous conveyor belt of work. But as long as you're up for, you know, enjoying, you know, working hard and uh, enjoying being part of the Bucks organization or the Brewers, in the case of Derek here, I think uh, you're just picking those special people that can really drive that. And there's something really special to be said about the outcome of all of what you're doing, too. I mean, yeah, you can see, it. see them on national television. See experience it, yeah, first Maybe time. they go to the playoffs, yeah. no big deal. Um, Probably get free shirts, too, right, guys? Yeah. <laughs> oh, we got to talk about swag, guys. Yeah. <laughs> what what <laughs> is the free swag policy at the Bucks and the Brewers? I got to know. And or for local podcasters. <laughs> yeah. Asking for a friend. Yeah. 
Well, um, so I guess the easy one is so any handout that would be going to the fans, we usually, every three months, every quarter, oh, yeah. they, they hand a, a bag of whatever was handed out to the fans. We usually oh, get nice. that. Save so there's a lot of fun stuff in there. Um, bobbleheads, though, I could live without. Um, <laughs> I've got enough. Thank you, Brewers. Love you. I have a really, really good friend <laughs> that would heads. take those off of your hand. If okay. He's got a whole basement full of bobbleheads. Yeah. 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 I'm sure you could donate but the them to the bobblehead bobble headquarters. Cool. That was a, that was oh, a hot yeah. one. So that was a good one. Yeah, so we kind of do the same thing. So before any free giveaway, this thing appears on everybody's desk. And I think it's because if it's a shirt, a cap, whatever that is, it appears on your desks because they don't want employees at the game standing in line to get the free stuff, right? So, oh, totally. Yep. So what this really has amounted to is I have a closet at my house that whenever we have guests, <laughs> they go to the closet, pick whatever you want, <laughs> shirts, jerseys, hats, everything. It's like the magic closet. That is yeah. magic bucks closet. Awesome. And with all these new colors these days, you got yeah, purples, we, you got blues, oh, you got I greens. Oh, yeah. Holy cow. When I, Nuts. When I started, that was maybe a year in, um, my predecessor had hoarded bobbleheads, like <laughs> drawers and drawers and cabinets <laughs> full of them. And, and they were all ex-players. Sure. And so I, I collected the majority of them, brought them home right before Halloween. And so I handed them out as Halloween no treats. No way. The, That's cool. And oh, uh, yes. I don't remember which player. I'd probably be, make a better podcast. I remember which player. But I handed, you know, all the kids were like, oh, it's the greatest thing ever. And I, I remember it was, you know. I handed this kid a, a bobblehead and he looks at it. Hands it back to me. And says, I'll take the candy. Yeah, could you, do you have a Snickers like, bar or something? Oh, man. Like that? I have a Giannis bobblehead. There was a Giannis bobblehead night last year. I got a Giannis Trevor bobblehead. Trevor Hoffman, I don't know who. Yeah, he, he, he listens to everything that I, I, I say. I got a couple yeah. of Giannis. You're, you're an agreeable guy. So we have uh, uh, a local university MSOE in the room. Um, how do you... How does the Buxom Brewers sort of partner in developing talent, developing technologies? Do you do any of anything around that with the local schools? No, sure. So our, we have the HR department, and a, a big call to action from myself is um, we have MAT literally across the street. We have MSOE across the street. We have UWM up the street. We have Marquette up the street. So we got to really aggressively... Uh, recruit them because they're the type of person that we want in tech, yeah. right? Yeah. And so, um, so we've actually gotten some really good candidates and employees from all all of those schools. So, um, giving so back to the community. Good. Yeah, I, uh, I definitely know we can do more, um, especially in the programs. It probably tends more on the technical school side. Mm -hmm. um, I think, and that gets into my whole like how I like to see trades being like the technical colleges yeah oh yeah. nice so the on the trade cool. side um as robert knows you know running a facility and how important the trades are for projects and and keep your game operational mm -hmm. uh, high and low voltage you know whatever else that might oh, be yeah. um and i think computer the computer technician kind of the the help desk which is a, i think an amazing foundation for a lot of what we do mm -hmm. uh, a lot of trade schools are you know, really teaching that, and I think it's it's really valuable because usually those computer technicians yeah. could become broadcast engineers or point of sale technicians. <clears throat> Some of those other trades that we need to operate a game. I know you never you, you always think about like the the scoreboard, 
but there are a billion <laughs> other things that need to work perfectly throughout that game. Yeah. Including, like, but like not limited to, yeah, yeah like the, I was just going to say it, including, but not limited to all those urinals in between innings right. or in between quarters. That's, cool. that's so true. That really good point you brought up with the, uh, with the trades too. I think that's something I don't want to say it's forgot. It's not talked about enough. It's operation. Honestly, right? that that operational stuff yeah. needs to happen and it's required for, these places to run. Yeah, right. and and the uh, you know one kind of unique thing too is um, you know so you you have your IT stuff, your the networking, like I said, the desktops, all that good great stuff. But really, all the stuff around broadcast technology, audio, visual technology, it's a little bit of a black art still because it kind of lags behind all the modernization of typical technology with like IP and Ethernet. So because there were so much investments in all that AV stuff, it kind of lags behind. So you have to understand this esoteric equipment. <laughs> and you learn that at the trade schools. Yep. And, so, um, and, there, and so when you go to like run a game, whether it's a Marquette game, a Bucks game, a Herd game, there are these operators that come in just for the event. And like for a Bucks game example, we have about 24 of these folks that are operating all of the technology that you see, the signage, the, the, um, the lights, all those things. And, um, and they're a part-time employee because they're only working those games. But I see that as a big opportunity of anyone that really wants to get involved in sports. That's awesome. To go after that. And yeah. so, uh, the, you know, it's, it's called the video control room, but really it's running all of that technology for the show. The, all the things that deal with the basketball game. So anybody who's been to a game is on Wi-Fi. How, and you're on your app, the Bucks and Brewers have, both have great apps. How in the heck do you get Wi-Fi available to everything? <laughs> 18,000 fans of Pfizer and 40-some thousand fans. That's got to be one of the tougher things to do for you guys from a technology perspective. I mean, compared to 47,000 fans, mine's like cakewalk. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we did a major upgrade in uh, the 21 season <clears throat> to our system, and we spent a lot of time before that uh, analyzing like mm-hmm. where the gaps were, of course, listening to the, the fans, because mm-hmm. they would complain, oh, I don't have good service here, and so we'd actually track that. Hey, what section were they in? Um, what was the attendance of that game? Things like that, so then we can go back. And to make sure that we're looking at all those different spots. So we did a major upgrade in 21. We ended up adding mm-hmm. uh, 200 access points to the stadium, wow. even though we were pretty well covered before. Man, so wow. filling those gaps, we actually did outside the stadium, which was never hmm. had Wi-Fi before. That's the push to digital ticketing mm-hmm. was the major right. reason for that. So we wanted fans to be able to get on their phone, yep. get their pull their ticket up, and then walk into the stadium. So that was something we added then work. as well. Yeah, and of course you have the new, uh, new, new bands and new uh, frequencies that are available mm-hmm. just to support higher traffic. So we want to. Yeah. Keep up with where the iPhones and Androids are going as and well. And for tailgating, right? Well, yeah. <laughs> obviously. Got to share that you're tailgating. People Adam know. does his TikToks while he's tailgating. Yeah, obviously, yeah. And that's where we work TikTok with the carriers to help uh, provide good cellular coverage as well. So we work with uh, the major carriers and, and filling out our parking lots and mm-hmm. the surrounding areas. So Awesome. That's cool. Yeah, so, I mean, that, that's a great point. So at Pfizer Forum, um, I mean, so... I don't like Wi-Fi, okay? But connectivity is probably the most important piece mm-hmm. of technology at any 
venue like Pfizer Forum or American Family Field. And so where I'm going with this is um, cellular, like from a show of hands here, if you have good cellular on your smartphone, are you going to knock off that and get onto the Wi-Fi? No. No, right? You're just going to keep on your cellular, right? Yep. So um, real story was we, um, we deployed a cellular network at Pfizer Forum, but we weren't guaranteed that any of the big cell phone companies would actually come on to the network. So before going live with Pfizer Forum, we had to build out all that Wi-Fi as an insurance policy. Now, eventually, mm-hmm. five carriers, AT&T, Verizon, T-Mobile, Sprint, and U.S. Cellular, all came on to our, our Pfizer Forum um, uh, cellular system. So you get all those bars no matter who you're on. Hmm. So I would, but so really we don't even, we get like a 5% take rate on our Wi-Fi. Oh my gosh, so really? that, that wow. investment was really for naught, but we had to do it in case no one came on. So, sure. so then you walk outside Pfizer Forum, and I'm sure you all saw, you know, the, the 50,000 people out yeah. here yeah. Yep. <laughs> a couple of years ago for our watch parties, right? Yep. Lots of kids, too. Well, I can guarantee you that they may have seen all bars on their phone, but they had no cellular connectivity because nobody, none of the carriers had engineered the coverage for that many people <laughs> in front of Pfizer <laughs> Forum. So right now we're working on a project to get that fixed because we want nice. our, our for, fans. For, for our this guests. year's NBA championship run, for right? this there year's NBA championship Woo. run. That's right. No, so, yeah, connectivity is so important. I mean, so even back to those 50,000 fans, like, we have no idea who they are. They're like our most rabid fans, and we don't know who, who they are because connectivity is the first step in getting to know who they are, right? Right, right. From... Uh, the other thing we've seen a huge uptake is uh, post-pandemic, um, the, the use of mobile point-of-sale systems and other mm. mobile devices yeah. that are used by staff or our concessionaire. So now they're, all, they're up and down the aisles around mm-hmm. the seats using mobile technology, and uh, we want to make sure we can sell stuff. Of course, we, we're having more concerts now. Last year we had three. We're going to have three again. So now we're talking actually down at the field level as well. So we're, we're making sure we can sell our, our beverages and, mm-hmm. and, and food where we can without any disruption. So that's been another big point Oof, of yeah. having the best we so can. So do you support uh, the concerts as well? The Guns N' Roses? What was that awesome concert last summer with Guns N' Roses, Def Leppard? Motley like Crew. those four Motley, Motley Crew. <laughs> it was a good one. Steve, were you there? No, I... Uh, no. <laughs> we do a minimal support. I'd and say I'm not going to say why. We do some. <laughs> cool. Uh, so we have like tons of questions to ask. We want to <laughs> sort of save some for Summerfest tech, but Tim, do you have, do you have one more that's burning on the list that you'd want to? Yeah. I mean yeah. the whole Your most hard hitting question yes. right here, right now, give it to us. So you're going to have a group of very diverse tech folks at Summerfest tech at your disposal. Well, we're going to have hundreds and hundreds of people in this panel where we're going to go a little bit more deeper in terms of the careers, the roles, education, training, certifications, things that you know people should start thinking about now if they want to enter any one of these sports fields. Like, what would you tell a kid growing up? What would you tell somebody who might work for a local company here in town who might want to get into this space? What, what, what advice, what words of encouragement would you give? I see a lot of uh, push towards cybersecurity as a degree. Mm. 
uh, which is amazing and great. What I would advise, though, is you kind of start in the trenches, um, learn system administration, learn networking, learn how to build a computer, learn basic programming, because <laughs> yes. all those things lead up to you could become a better cybersecurity analyst in the future. Um, I think everyone wants to kind of skip the steps that most people have gone through, <laughs> which true. is being is maybe in help desk and then you become a uh, security analyst. So that'd be uh, part of my advice is That's really great. expand your horizons at every level. Do the hard work. Learn Say how yes. things work. Yep. That's awesome. Thanks for that. So I think the most exciting thing is, like I was saying before, is because we do have these events and we scale up to support these events, there are part-time jobs, right? So you don't really have to aim for that full-time job right off the bat. But because that the show must go on, we, you have to have some experience or at least some knowledge of what you're doing. But you can kind of start off in those part-time positions and build out of there. So we are always looking for good talent for our event bullpen, right? Like Because we, you know, whether it's pulling the cables to set up the shot clock before the game. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's so much to do to get ready for a game or a concert. Um, so there's always, you know, those jobs there if you want to be part of the Bucks bullpen. And we want to fill up that bullpen. That's great. And back to the, the colleges around here, it's actually a great job for students as well because they're doing their, their college thing, yeah. but at nights, you know, they could be doing stuff for us or for Derek here. And so... And they can walk to the stadium. And they can walk to there. <laughs> yeah. And, nice. they can, and, and they can get some swag. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It all comes back those to those bobbleheads. It all comes back to swag. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Swag and bobbleheads. Mm-hmm. Um, cool, cool. Uh, Tim, thank you for pulling all this together inspiring all of us to have this discussion Mm -hmm. i can't wait to listen in and heckle from the back (laughs) during summerfest tech um but seriously derek and robert thank you as well for jumping on with us yeah this is fantastic thank you my friend i was also here can can i give a couple more teasers just so people get yes yes i was gonna do teasers and lena if you want to hop in and just give us the the dates and everything for summerfest tech yeah so a couple of things that we're, we're going to go there. Okay, we have to go there in some of these topics. We're going to be at a casino, Potawatomi. The topic of gambling, what do you call it, gaming or gambling, is we're going to have to address that at the, uh, at the panel. Yes. Are we for or against? Are we embracing? Are we not? What kind of tech are, are, are we all doing? Are the Bucks and the Brewers uh, and soon-to-be Packers doing in the areas of, of gambling? The second area of topic I would say is the fan experience. We talked about, I'm a fan. You guys are fans. Yep. We go to the game. There's all this new tech. I got notifications now. I'm ordering food. I'm doing everything on the app. What are you guys doing in, in the areas of the fan experience that people can experience when they go to the game, but as a tech person, you can understand how to put all that stuff together and actually deliver that to the fan because you're, you're kind of two things in one in that perspective. So we're going to go deeper into those two areas of Summerfest Tech. Hope everybody gets to be able to come. It's going to be an awesome event. I can't wait. Uh, if this same, isn't a reason same. to go, <clears throat> yeah. I don't know what, a, what, what the hell? would be a reason <laughs> yeah. to go. Let's get pissed about it. Yeah, let, yeah, let's get angry. Yeah. All right, um, Lena, can you Lena, really... Did you want to come can on you real quick? quickly, just quickly Lena, hop on? Lena, 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 Lena. Yes, Summerfest Tech's sixth year will be... June 27th, 28th, and 29th, three full days overlapping the first day of our second weekend of Summerfest at Potawatomi Hotel and Casino. And I think 
That's Lena it. Lena will be there. <laughs> this may or may not be public knowledge when this podcast comes out. So these listeners are getting a little bit of an inside scoop knowing the date. So put them on your calendar. That's right. Thanks, you heard Lena. it here first. Breaking yes. news from a local yeah. podcast. We'll, we'll have to publish this one for sure then. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. hey, we'll, we're going to turn the tables on you guys. You guys will also be at Summerfest Tech. We, tell we us will. What, we will. Also be tell at us what you guys are doing at Summerfest uh, Tech. We got a little lounge planned where... Uh, Experience we might Milwaukee have, Lounge. We will have a very comfortable environment for all of the presenters, all of the attendees who want to jump on with us and record why they love Summerfest Tech. That's awesome. And Tech and Milwaukee. And Milwaukee in general, um, yeah. But yeah, we're going to have a great time recording with everyone. Who, have a great uh, time recording. Up. Have a great time hanging out with everybody. Yep. Maybe we'll have some swag available right. in the spirit of all the swag. We have swag right here, too, yes. Yeah. We yeah, might we as well, we well bring some swag, and yeah. hand it out because we should. I think we no have bobbleheads, though. I think we have a new business opportunity with Summerfest Tech Swag. <laughs> we do. That's what I've been saying for six. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Awesome. Well, thank you guys. This was awesome. Very welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, listen to that applause. Crushed it. <laughs>